Hey, TRB fans, for the best in Star Wars accessories and jewelry, head to jewelrybrands.shop for items spanning the entire Star Wars galaxy from the Mandalorian to the Skywalker Saga and beyond. I'm wearing a Grogu pin myself right now. Their items are top of the line, best stuff you can get out there. And make sure you use code TRB at checkout to get 10% off your order. Jewelrybrands.shop, the best in Star Wars accessories and jewelry. Everybody, welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thanks for joining us today. Monday show, we're going to talk about the latest in Star Wars news. And there's a ton of Star Wars news going on right now. It is insane. I don't know if we're going to get through all of it, quite <laughs> frankly. But buckle up, because we're going to do our best. But uh, I know we don't have a lot of time because there's so much news to get into. Um, uh, we have a special guest joining us on the podcast that uh, I didn't even tell James and Lacey about. So... Uh, I'm going to bring him in in just a moment. Real quick, we have him via satellite, uh, uh, audio satellite. So I'm going to ask him right now. Um, Harrison, Mr. Harrison Ford, um, what, what, uh, what, uh, what's the real name? There's a lot of drama going on about the, this Rancor and what the name of the Rancor is. What, what's the name of, what's the actual name of the Rancor? Is it Mushi, Mashi? Is it Patisa? Is it just the Rancor? What's the name, Mr. Ford, of that Rancor? Um, I don't care. Well, there you have it. So thank you for joining us, Mr. Harrison Ford. He does not care, and neither should we. Uh, but uh, James and Lacey with me as always. Uh, <laughs> Harrison Ford, big guest. Yeah, Lacey's showing up her, her she's she agrees with Harrison Ford. She yeah. has her donut care mug. Um, James, uh, do you care what the name of the Rancor is? Or uh, do you, are you like Mr. Ford and do you not care? Uh... I guess I care. the The weird oh. thing was is I did the the video and I was like, I did our Bad Batch review and I was like, okay, so let's talk about it. How does this change Return of the Jedi? And then afterwards, people were like, it's not the same one. And then also somebody pointed out that the you know the people working on the show kind of had the impression the writers and stuff had the impression that it was meant to be the same one so i'm like i don't know what's going on that's obviously where the conflict came from and so at the end of the day i don't really care which one they decide but i kind of care that there's like a mix-up and i think that's kind of interesting that there isn't a really a great answer I have been able to spend as much time on like twitter and stuff so when i do like get to check in and find out what hold it to your other camera let me oh. see so i can see it oh there there it is um i <laughs> but so when i get to like check in and find out what the latest drama is i get it all in like one quick like here's what's been going on i didn't even know that I, was going on i had a lot of stuff really? on myself this week i didn't even know that yeah, was such so, a, i just saw rancor pictures all the time and i was like this is wonderful i love rancors and i had no <laughs> idea that there was drama about it i laughed so hard when i found out people were fighting and upset over the name of the rancor in return of the jedi because I, I didn't I, see you know 
anybody upset. And Mark Hamill like doesn't know the Neither name of the Rancor, and he's the one who killed it. So who cares? I know it as Roxy the Rancor, which is the one that travels yeah. around all the conventions. I th- Here, the, here's the, the closest truth. I got to upset that I saw was people that like knew that the Wikipedia said this or knew that the Rancor was named in, in Aftermath or whatever, but then other seeing other people online and being like, oh man, Luke kills this Rancor and blah, blah, blah. And then being like, that's not true. And I could just, I could feel people being like, oh, this is just false information spreading around. And I, my, I can only type fast enough to tell everybody that's not the same one. There's way more dumber false news going around like once again no for sure um i forget i forget what site it is they're like george lucas is buying back star wars and i'm like how old is george lucas gonna have to be for people to be like he's probably not buying back star wars <laughs> like he's 77 now he's not like uh, he did so not great. pass go he did not buy star wars last year remember last year the the rumor was and i did a rumor in theory review on it and I, i'll fire those back up again when the news is piping but it really isn't i was kind of kidding at the top but Last year, it was that he was taking over Andor and rewriting that, and oh, he was yeah. shooting in Ireland. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Leave it. He de- leave him alone. He no one cares less about Star Wars than George Lucas right now. If we're being honest, mm-hmm. um, he probably has to go out there because it was a part of his sale contract. So like, we need four appearances a year, George. Get your best white sneakers and hit the road. Um, so, Lacey, what's going on with you? You you excited? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit later in the show about celebration, mm-hmm. but you did. Um, you handled a lot of the booking for us. Oh yeah, um, took care of business I'm our for Patreon so. concierge. Oh, I meant us, just Unofficial us. But yes, yeah. TRB concierge. Yeah, I was joking with um, myself because I'm in my office by myself that I am a concierge. I was like, I should make business yeah. cards. I mean, yeah. we should at Michael least Scott add thinks- it to our benefits on patreon (laughs) i like doing it though so people ask me like what's the deal i'm like i enjoy doing it i enjoy helping people and i enjoy like hacking but not really hacking but like figuring out the quickest way to do things is like my jam well speaking of patreon we did unveil a new tier Mm -hmm. called the spice runners and i kind of want to i don't know when we're going to normally do this on the show but i want to kind of give them a shout out right now Because we had five people sign up at that tier. Crazy. And it's just amazing. It's the so VIP wanna... concierge service. I'm telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a big shout out to our Spice Runners in the Resistance. We have David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C, a.k.a. Chris, Ryan Wara, and Kendall Gellner. Yeah. Uh, very wow. amazing, you guys. And I can't wait till we can uh, dive into all the stuff that you're going to be able to do uh, with us over on the Patreon side of things here in the resistance space and in person and a lot of stuff. So also, very excited. It's early, Thank you so to the Spice the thing, Runners. Yeah. yeah. We're, you know, John joked that we're at like 3.5 right now on Patreon. We're always coming up with ideas of how to like add new things, change things, more offerings. So phase 3.5. Yeah, I'm sure 4.0 will come around. <laughs> you, it's, yeah, it's, it's like um, Apple with the, all the updates. That, the you know, phone's now blue, you know. It's interesting. Yeah. I... Uh, I I almost think we put more into our Patreon than we do just the normal show. <laughs> well, I, I think mean, the I mean, normal show has been fairly set for a long time. We're like, okay, that is what it is. But then all of our ideas and cool stuff that we do, mm-hmm. I feel like it seems to base around like Patreon or something, you know, how that stuff. But so well, it's we a good like time to, to join. Back. 
Um, yeah, so real quick before we dive into uh, the news, because there is some cool stories mm-hmm. to talk about for sure. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, we appreciate everyone who uh, realized, oh, I, I, I haven't been liking the videos. I'm watching. I'm not liking them. Just do us a quick favor. If you want to hit pause and hit the like button, or if you can multitask while you're watching and hit the like button, the little thumbs up thing that looks like this, hit that. Helps us out a lot. And if you're not subscribed to the channel, that's free too. Go bing, subscribe. And that's uh, a big we appreciate one. that. Yeah. And for our audio listeners, they're like, all right, enough. We don't care about seeing We love faces, you, though. So just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, our audio listeners certainly are our biggest audience. Yes. And uh, we hope we sound wonderful to you out there in uh, podcast land. And you're, you're also the crowd that gets the full version of our uh, theme song. I wonder if when they finally, song, so. so like you're an audio listener and you listen for a long time and then you finally like take the jump and go to YouTube or attend our panel at Celebration, if they ever think they don't look like they sound. You know, like sometimes you like do that where you hear someone mm, on a podcast oh. or you like talk to someone on the phone and then you meet them and you're like, I wonder if someone's thought that about me. Put it in the comments if Maybe. that's ever happened. If you're like, no, Maybe. no, not what I thought. Could be. Could I'm a be. rancor. <laughs> what yeah, would you meet you in person? Rancor? You're just like, <laughs> 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 James, what would you name a rancor? What would I name a rancor? Um, wait, did, when, when were we talking about this? Where did I hear this? Um, <laughs> I had a good name and I can't think of it. Shoot, hmm. Lacey Snaggletooth. Okay. Hmm. Oh, uh, Dank the Rank. I hate I like it. That. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think it's because well, we did dank. strong contrast. I think it's because we did Dank one. Troopers, and I hated that. So I got to see it consistent with my hating of Dank. Yeah, because yeah. he's like wet him. and slobbery too, but he's also like cool. So it's like both uses of the word dank. Yeah, I'd name mine um, Bill. That's my Bill. dad's name, Bill Gill. Bill Gill's Bill not a rancor. Bill Gill's with jacked fish because <laughs> he has gills. Um, all right. I don't know if your dad's jacked. I just made that up. Um, he's a strong okay. manual labor electrician guy. I wouldn't say so he's, he's not like, like the rock, but yeah, I feel like I feel like like <laughs> dads dad and like older men do have a freakish strength <laughs> where if you need a jar open or you need to turn a, a wrench a little further, they know how to do Can it. Can I just so, tell I you know. like a little side story? <laughs> there was a day that John had called me and I was in the car with my dad. So I picked up to talk to him and I was just like, OK, John, you're on the phone with my dad, Bill Gill. And my dad goes, hey, Anthony, what up, Santos? Because he thought it was my best friend, Santos. And I'm like, dad, this is John. He's like, oh. Hi, John. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not Anthony Santos. <laughs> no, no I was not. But Anthony Santos, uh, big shout out on the podcast. Today. Yeah. So that's very good. What up, Andy? <laughs> um, so, I mean, we start the show off with uh, a guest. Harrison Ford joins us. Uh, we get into a little bit of fun stuff there. People already like the video. They're subscribed. Now it's time to get into the news. And uh, it's the Resistance Report. Um, very interesting stuff. It's going to be curious to see what our takes are on this. So, James, why don't you guide us along the way? So this is interesting. Um, You know, it's very rare that we actually get to talk about the comics because the comics generally don't make waves, but specifically because we're such a big like Make Solo 2 Happen podcast, we are the Make Solo 2 Happen podcast, I should say. Um, Which is a wonderful, positive fan movement that people like. 
Yeah. Just want to throw um, that out there. Not everyone, apparently. <laughs> the uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> the uh, war for the ba- war of the bounty hunters Star Wars comic is this huge ongoing series. If you're a regular listener, when we talked when it launched, we talked about it and how it was going to span all these different um, eras and comics and all these other things. And the one thing that re- really stuck out to us, and we're going to talk a little bit about spoilers. So if you're you're reading it, you know, but at this point, you've probably come across it. Um, in the most recent issue, there is uh, a character that's kind of under a cloak and, you know, is making some moves. And then by the end of the issue, uh, we find out that it is Lady Kira. Um, and this issue takes place after Empire Strikes Back and before Return of the Jedi. And it involves her, um trying to obtain or you know trying to to work with or or she is in possession of han when he is in carbonite so this just sets up a lot of canonical things that were like oh this is interesting this is new information let's talk about this right um so let's just get started real quick john um i don't know what are you what are your initial thoughts of this on uh kira showing up surviving at least to empire yeah, so um, people notice the title of the episode. Um, I put that it's 15 years after the events of Solo. To put that in perspective, mm-hmm. that's a long time. Uh, Kira has definitely taken care of her uh, skincare routine. She's looking good. She has not aged a bit. And meanwhile, Han Solo aged uh, into a mid-40s uh, action actor out of nowhere. So He's not living the high life she is, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> Lady Kira, you would assume, yeah, she has she has that high position now. Where back in the day, mm-hmm. she was not doing so well. But yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm a little confused on because you know I haven't been reading this series, mm-hmm. so I am I don't know if anything leading up to it um, gives us a better hint of what's going on with her. Um, but to me, it seems like we're going to find out in the next one more so what's going on. As the this this feels like it was a bit of a cliffhanger. Sure. Um, I definitely have questions. Obviously, you know, she's not going to see Han and they're not going to ex- uh, have an, a discussion or an encounter or anything like that because he's literally frozen. And the next time we see Han, uh, his new love of his life, Leia, is the one who frees him. Um, but that old now, joke is now funnier That's now. what I'm saying. Now your joke is funnier. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot when I, where I said that. <laughs> Someone but, who loves yeah. you. Kira. Kira? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, he's blind. He didn't. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this means. Uh, it does make me a little nervous about uh, the future of Solo. Where are they going to take it down this these other mediums and just say this is how we're going to tell these stories? Um, the one, I guess, positive spin you could put on it is that this is 15 years later after the events of Solo. So they're not exploring that gap yet between Solo and A New Hope. That's the meat. That ten-year gap is what we're looking for for the continuation of that story. Because um, I saw some people saying like, "Oh, they made Solo Two happen." I'm like, "No, I mean, come on, they didn't." But yeah, um, any character yeah, shows I, up ever again, yay, a success! Yay, they did it! Yeah, <laughs> back at one-shot no. comic, woo! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, Therm Scissor Punch! They made Solo Two happen. Uh, no, but this is cool. I guess it's cool seeing Kira in another spot. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of weaving people who they created after the original trilogy was made 
whose stories before the original trilogy into the original trilogy timelines. I know how that makes people feel good in terms of like meshing uh, the continuity of the story and canon and stuff. But you just sound like the Rancor people now. Not necessarily. (laughs) I think that's different because they're, they're fighting over names and I think that's silly talk, but it's, it's, I don't know, it's whatever. It's kind of cool. I wasn't as excited as I think you guys were, so I'm curious to see what you guys think. But uh, to me, this um, this isn't uh, any kind of implication on you know the future of Solo or anything like that that some people are leading to. Yeah, Lacey, thoughts? I was actually super pumped. So this leaked before the uh, actual thing came out. Yeah, so I think they people sent were out reviewing um, it and, review yeah. copies, and so... It leaked. People don't know how to be nice but anyway the crazy thing is the night before someone from lucasfilm did message me and said hey you might want to check out this this comic tomorrow uh it's not exactly make sold to happen but maybe you should check it out mm-hmm. and john's saying i'm bragging but i'm actually was super pumped just to tell them that i got this message because i was mm-hmm. like what is going on and then they happened to be talking about it when i went into the our little group chat so to me, Amelia Clark probably leaked it because she's mad that she's not actually playing Kira. <laughs> they sent to her me, the review copy this... and she's like, I'm putting this on Star Wars leaks, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, what, that's on her priority list. Uh, no, to me, this is, I think, good news because, and I know we've gone back and forth not only in this conversation, but also in our own conversation of like the pros and cons of this, this situation, if you will. Uh, but I think it's a good thing because, first of all, it means that the characters are still in their minds. They haven't forgotten about them. They're still relevant, and they still mean something within the story of Star Wars and not just this one-off story. So, to me, when I look at that, it means that, one, one, they're never going to meet because that would just throw everything off and that would be crazy. But it leaves readers and Star Wars fans wondering, okay, but how did she get here? And to me, that's what Make Solo 2 Happens all about is that chunk of time between when we see Han and, and Kira mm-hmm. to A New Hope, like John was saying, that like 10 year gap, what happens then? So to me, this is just adding more fuel to that of fans want to know how she got here. How did she become Lady Kira? What is she doing? Um, and I know a little bit will be answered in the comics, but they can't go in depth like they can in live action. So to me, I think this is a good sign. This isn't like, hey, it's over. This just adds to, hey, these characters are at top of mind. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, James, uh, have you real quick, have you been reading the this whole se- run, or did you like catch yourself up on it? No, I, uh, I, uh, I, the comics, man, is just so much. I, I feel That's like I just I can't too. do it. Um, there's just constantly gonna... like so much stuff coming out, and and the other thing is like the. I'm I'm having to do the books and stuff, and there's pressure to get through them all because I have to read all of them, you know, and stuff. So it's like anytime I have free time, it's like I uh, can't do the comics. I want to though, man. I mean, like this stuff looks really cool. I just figure we know how when and how Maul dies. Mm-hmm. I assume Kira was just still with him up until that time, and this is still her via Crimson Dawn, and he dies and she takes over. So, yeah, well, my, yeah, that was one of my points, too, that I was going to make was that, um, like, we, no, 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 not exactly, but we saw uh, the Clone Wars happen, and if you wanted the Clone Wars to continue, you got, they did Rebels, and in Rebels, you got Maul, and everybody's like, 
oh no, you know, this is not really what we wanted to see or whatever, but they told his story later down the line. And then they came back after Rebels was done and told the continuation of his story from Clone Wars. So it's almost like, yeah. you know, you can you can tell what characters are doing later and then come back and revisit a sequel. Um, it's still very possible. Um, but it, but um, I, I think that in some cases, this is kind of just a problem with Star Wars. Not like a problem like they need to fix it, but just like an inherent problem of telling stories all over the place is that you we now know that if they make that a tv series or a movie make solo too happy you know they make it um and kira's in it we know she doesn't die so that takes away that tension whereas yes. like right now well you know last week they could have done it and we would be like we don't know how this is going to play out. She could, she could live. She could take over. She could become the villain. She could die. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like it's like the Mandalorian kind of, knowing that the Mandalorian that, shows up. Didn't later. I say that last week when we were talking about Kira or something like that? I'm like, I bet if they make she's gonna someone die. was saying yeah. you said someone was saying, die. yeah, I want a Kira show. And I'm like, be careful what you wish for because they're you know they're Amelia Clark fans and they were sad she died in Game of Thrones. I'm like she's gonna die in this thing because she's not around for the original trilogy. A week like, later, they're like, "Here's a comic you, with, with yeah. Kira in it." I'm like, "Oh, okay." But I yeah, yeah. but yeah, James, that's a great point, man. You're right. That takes away all that potential drama. Um, whereas you know Han, Lando, Chewie aren't dying because they live on. You had other characters that you could kill off and keep the suspense and now you have to cross her off the list. That's a great point, dude. Yeah, I mean, people have said that before about a lot of things where they say, well, if I don't know if the, if I know if the character lives or dies, then I don't want to see it. I don't really care. And I'm always like, I don't, that no. personally yeah. to me does not bother me. It never has because I'm like, when yeah. I go into a James Bond movie, I know James Bond does not die in that movie. There's so much more to the story that I want out of it. I want to see the die action. another day. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a different day. Um but uh, but no, I mean, and I want to see the villains, and I want to see how the tension rises, and I want to see what trouble he gets into, and then how he gets out of it. You know what I mean? It's like, and that that also sums up Han Solo, doesn't it? I want to see the trouble he gets into, and how he gets out of it. And so, yep. I mean, I, whether characters live or die is not really a big deal to me. I still absolutely would love to see Han and Chewie and Lando and uh, Darth Maul and Kira and all those characters we know live so yeah. it's i mean jabba boba fett emphasis nest yeah we don't know emphasis nest lives though Good. no i know but we, you said you want to see them again though. yeah well i was just naming characters that we know live yes but, that's true i, I do want to I mean, say really quick though that we appreciate everybody that tagged us in this story and tagged <laughs> us sure. online about the comic and hey you should read this oh my god and all the eyeball was, emojis yeah, that really were cool. sent to us it means a lot to us and we appreciate it yeah. uh if we didn't like certain stuff it's because we didn't want to spoil anyone <laughs> but we really mm -hmm. really appreciate it yeah yeah exactly and that's why I, I did a tweet like um if anyone's wondering yes i did see it but don't spoil it yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> i know people were were really excited about it but all the messages and stuff um, we appreciate uh that you guys sent yeah. us so thank yeah. you i I don't, so James, do you think it's a you? I, I remember when you. It's a clone, John. It. It's not oh, the real the Kira. clone. I was actually going to throw that out there before, but you guys were like kind of in depth with a certain thought that I was like, "This is." A she's like, comment. "I've died before." Yeah, yeah. like because um, I was like, because you were like, "Well, she's not going to die now." I was like, "Maybe she does." <laughs> I know that's true. Yeah, you can. I mean, anyone could be a clone now. Um, maybe she's a 
a clone of i don't know what i'm about to say i don't know um james we so we talked about this like before when it first like came out the leak or whatever um and i said i think this is this gives me like a little concern about you know what they're going to do with these solo characters and stuff and you seem to say that it's a good sign too so you and Lacey were both kind of like that's we think it's a good sign so are you still that way I think, yeah, I mean, I think what we said earlier was like, it's just too far down the line to, to be like, yeah. oh, this is our answer to it. Um, and I don't know. I, and I think it's good, though, that they did do it so far away, because now yeah. it leaves, if they do tell that story, all these possibilities that don't conflict, obviously, with her dying or not. That's a different story, but it's not even close to that time period of she's years away so it won't affect anything, whatever they decide to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because, I mean, it's still, like, people forget, because some some of the people who are like, I don't, no, Solo was enough, and I don't need more Solo. Yeah, it's called A New what Hope. What are they going to do? Show, us, a new hope, show yeah. us them walking into the most Isley Cantina? I, I feel like some people don't realize that it's a 10-year gap. But then people say, I want Rogue 2, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> wait. Well, watch just watch Empire Strikes Back. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm um yeah I I like the inclusion and I, I I think it's good and I think um I think it's a smart move too because it does kind of feel like they've stayed away from some of these characters sometimes yeah. you know like it would be it, it, it's always nice when you're like reading a book or whatever and then like Emphasis Nest shows up or something and you're like oh solo like the connectivity is there and it's not so much like, oh yeah, there's Star Wars, like, and then and Rogue One and stuff. And then there's also that solo movie. And it's like, I want to see those interactions between like Beckett and Aura Singh. You know what I mean? Because it makes me feel oh, like man, Beckett yeah. is part of the Clone Wars. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, like those characters interacting uh, brings in that connectivity. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm definitely down with um with any character showing up at, at some point. Um, and I don't really think. I mean, I might be wrong on this, and I'm I'm probably gonna get a lot of comments here, but I don't really think that Lucasfilm has yet to really be like, we want to see more of this, and they're like, nah, feed it to a book, you know, or ah, feed it to the comic or whatever. I I don't I don't feel like a comic has yet to really been like the answer to we wanted this to be cool and then it wasn't very cool or people didn't mm. really like it. So we're just going to like, whatever, wrap it up and throw it out to smaller media, you know, uh, yeah. an article in a magazine to wrap that story up or whatever. Unless you're Phasma. <laughs> well, like even then though, I don't feel, I don't feel like people were like, we need the Phasma movie. You sure, know? sure, sure. I think they just were like, we'll do, we'll we'll introduce some of these characters, and then we have a lot of these characters' backgrounds if you're off. interested yeah. in these in these books. It hasn't been like the answer to something where they were like, we want to introduce Phasma. We hope that, that character is going to take off and we'll, she'll get her own TV series. And then when it was kind of lackluster, they're like, now nah, we'll just do a book instead. True. You know? True. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah one, one good example of that is Vader. I mean, think of like they could easily do live action Vader stuff that all these comics are covering, and um, they're they're telling in that medium, and it's obviously not a, because it's Vader's not popular, so they just like utilizing that type of um, storytelling for those certain types of stories, I guess. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, whether you disagree or, or agree with it, I I potentially would have loved to have seen Vader stuff. Um, you know, the 
going hunting down Jedi in live action. I think that'd be a very provocative, very impactful, awesome series mm-hmm. or movie. Mm-hmm. But and it probably would have made a billion dollars. But what do I know? But um, <laughs> but they want to tell them in the comics. So I think that kind of proves your point, James. Um, want to move on? Yep. From Kira. No, we don't want to move yeah. on from I Kira. Mean, never, never. But yeah, it's in the past. <laughs> what? Um, what that? Whoa! Who is that? That was Kira after smoking. <clears throat> um, Ray's like up here, the, and then you're it's Kira's in the past, like honey. <laughs> Patty Jenkins' uh, directorial Star Wars debut, Rogue Squadron, um, might be seeing a new production designer, and this is. Uh, kind of a rumor. Um, we're kind of basing this on um, the Ronin, uh, whose writer has a repeated proven track history that's uh, pretty good. But um, the story here is that uh, Aline Benetto uh, is coming to um, work on this movie specifically because she has worked with Patty Jenkins before. Um, she has a lot of uh, pretty good credentials and other movies that she's worked as well. Uh, specifically, the critically acclaimed Amelia or Amelie, Amelie. I don't know how to say it, but I see it Amelie. everywhere. Amelie. Amelie. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, she is uh, uh, a French production designer and uh, pretty good at what she does, according to Patty Jenkins. So she enlisted her to come into Star Wars. So, uh, Lacey, what do you think about. Um, this uh, get, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's not surprising. I, again, it's a rumor, so we're not really sure, but it seems yeah. logical that this would be a choice for Patty because she's worked with her uh, Aline before, which, by mm-hmm. the way, I love that name. Um, Patty, we see this a yeah, lot. It's pretty good. <laughs> no, Aline. <laughs> <laughs> we see this a lot in Hollywood where people use the same people over and over and over again, and people have preferences on projects that have gone well um, it's just kind of like a comfort thing. So if she did a really good job on Wonder Woman. Why wouldn't you bring her to Rogue Squadron, which is very obviously another war type fantasy film? Uh, it makes sense. So am I pumped about this choice? If it's true, sure. I love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. John, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, I I liked Wonder Woman. I really didn't like Wonder Woman 1984. I still but haven't seen it. I feel like such a bad fan. 84. I mean, yeah. It's you, who know? I, yeah, don't yeah. don't yeah. Try try to go into it with an open mind because I know a lot of people really did like it. So I'm not trying to make people feel bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I personally didn't like it very much. Um, but that not then that has nothing to do with the production design though because there's plenty of movies that I um I didn't like that I thought were mm-hmm. beautiful so mm-hmm. um I I think actually the production design and how they uh, were able to capture a 1980s um vibe without like while doing it subtly while not making it like um you know those uh like throwback like too obvious things like hot tub time machine you know they, I like they made it time machine though. I, I do too, but <laughs> in a different like, way. Though. That movie is so <laughs> <Yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> Everything so was good. an '80s cliche yeah. joke, and and uh, and like, oh, the Pepsi, the 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 can doesn't has the logo in the middle, and like everything was <laughs> just like in your face. <laughs> Whereas uh, the Wonder Woman thing, like the certain color tones they used and and uh, uh, sets and stuff, I think they did a really great job, and that's all down to the production designer. So. Um, and the fact that she balanced that out with the stuff she did for the first Wonder Woman, um, I didn't see um, uh, Amelia, Amelie, Amelie, Amalu. Uh, Lacey can say it. Amelie. Yeah. Amelie. Amelie. It's like Emily with an A. 
Amelie? It might be Amelie. No, I bet Anyway, I didn't see that. Uh, but uh, I liked you know what she did for, for those two movies, and I agree with Lacey. A lot of people like to keep working with people that they're familiar with and they know they have a good rapport with because sometimes um, it can probably be a, a real scary venture to get into something, especially as big as a Star Wars movie, and um, do a first-time collaboration with somebody that's so important to the movie, like a production designer. So maybe it was... A, and again, we have to state it again. I, we, you both did, but it's a rumor, yeah. so who knows? Um, uh, but if it is true, uh, it would make sense for them to do that, like Lacey said, because it's you know directors do like working with people they've worked with in the past. A lot of people do that, uh, but I, I especially think because this is a Star Wars situation where maybe they're uh, even they were urging her to you know if you if you liked working with that person, you know, we liked how that movie was shot. Um, let's do that, especially with the the recent track record of a lot of the production disasters of the Star Wars movies mm-hmm. um, that have come out. So, um, I, yeah, I guess it'd be pretty cool. We'll see if that comes to fruition. I'm more interested to see who's writing this movie, right? Which was supposed to be an announcement secret. she was going to reveal. Yeah, uh, not too long after the project was announced. Uh, that's how Patty Jenkins put it. Like we're going to wait a little bit and give them their own announcement. Well, it's been a long time now. It's been six months, and we, we we're not sure who's writing this thing. And the movie comes out. Wasn't it announced in, at two years? So like next week, right? Comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it's it's still two and a half years away, but yeah. I mean, come on. By the way, I you really know? wish that when you were talking about the production design, and you were just like, just like, hot tub. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted um, like the close up as you were saying it. <laughs> hot tub time machine. That's my funny one of my favorite parts in the trailer. This is when he's like, hot tub time machine. Oh, uh, Craig Dark, Robinson. Clark yeah. Duke? Or who? Oh. No. Yeah, it was, um, Daryl from, from The Office. Yeah. Um, Dink and Flicker. Paper, That's what I would name my rancor. Dink and Flicker. Dink and Flicker. I taught him some I like, phrases. Dink and Flicker. <laughs> I like when he does the Black Eyed Peas song. And he does oh, yeah. it like in a band kind of way. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, this is he cool. He does a pretty good job. Um. Yeah. No, I, every time I hear a story like this where it's like so-and-so is bringing back someone that they've worked with before, my immediate reaction goes to, I, I just start thinking of like all the actors, you know? So I hear she's bringing back her pro- production designer, but would she be as bold as to bring in Gal Gadot and what Chris Pine? What about Chris Pine? Pine? Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, I mean, it's not crazy to think, you know, one, uh, but or you know, maybe both. But I don't think it's crazy to, you know, some people that she's worked with in the past, as far as like actors. Um, you know, I started thinking about the the Ryan Johnson trilogy too. Like, if that ever happened, would we get like um, Chris, uh, the other Evans. Chris, Chris Evans, yeah, and stuff? And I was like, oh, I worked with them here. You know, that could be really cool. And Anya de Armas, like, I'd love well, that. Well, he likes the same people. He likes Ryan Bergman and uh, who's the director of photography? That yeah. Like Steve Yellen, I think. Well, JJ, yeah. too. You yeah. know, with Chris Terrio and all this. So, yeah. I mean. Um... <laughs> uh, he never worked with Chris Terrio before, I don't think. Didn't he? Am I wrong on that? Yeah. Oh, I, so. I might be wrong on that. I thought he had. Um, but anyway, yeah, I. I, I... JJ likes G- your boy Giacchino. He uses him in all of his mm-hmm. non like Star mm-hmm. Wars stuff. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, th- there's not a lot to say about this. You know, the production was was fine. Um, another one, Pan too. I remember Pan was like really like beautifully shot and stuff. Like, I don't, I don't think it was like a great movie, but I know that like it was crazy, like the sets and stuff they did with it, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Um, so it's it's neat that uh, she's coming in. Um, I, I don't think there's anything bad about that. Um, but like I said, I just go to the I just go to the actors. <laughs> I go like, ooh, who has she worked with that she's gonna bring in? If she's clearly bringing in other people she's worked with, let's see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else about that before we want to uh, talk about our last thing really quick, which nope. is um, and you know, hey, we've done this over and over and over and over again. I don't know. I I think Andor but needs to be production sets designer. Are there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know we just want to touch on the story that you know we see another building of a second set over at the Scottish Highlands, uh, and this is of course for Andor. Um, so let's repeat all the things we've said a million times. The more pictures we see, the more realization that it's a really big budget. They're taking this seriously. <laughs> all the same stuff. Um, yeah. but Hey, if you guys want to go check it out, starwarsnewsnet.com, uh, you can check out the pictures. You can read a little bit about the articles, maybe get a little bit on the time frame of when all this stuff takes place. James, Might start to get a picture. If I may, if you may, if you are a location, in the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. and Andor is not filming at you. Are you even a location? <laughs> do Do you even land, bro? <laughs> do you even locate? You guys are so dumb. <laughs> um, oh my god! Really, honestly, this might be one of the shortest resistance reports we've ever done. That's it, guys. Those are the stories. Um, Lacey. Uh, Star Wars, give us news. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit They're about. Like, nah, uh, we want to see you go under. <laughs> 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 let's talk a little bit about uh, what we got going on at Patreon. Yeah. So, guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. So we <laughs> so we talked about this at the top of the show, so I won't go too crazy. But starting mm-hmm. at $2 a month at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast, you could support the show and what we're doing, especially as we get into the rest of this year. And we start to travel next year. We have a lot of cool plans and stuff like that. We have different tiers. Very cool. That being said, thank you to our generals. So thank you, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Mike Harrison, Jetta Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Kendall Gelnar, Paul Olson, Jace, Jake Houchins, Jeff Connery, Oliver Lewis, Dave Hornack, Frank Grande, Ryan Wara, Hass Aslam, uh, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, Timothy Hill, John, what do we decide on? John Chorlton? Did we find out if that's correct, John? Do we? Chorlton. <laughs> I'm saying that to John Chorlton, not John Chorlton. Oh, uh, and Val Churchkoff. Thank you guys so much support you there's some spice runners mixed mm-hmm. in there no big deal uh so this week we actually have one of our new spice runners aka general currently in this episode uh, ryan wara ryan thank you so much and we asked him the question of if the first star war or what was the first star wars movie you saw in theaters and do you remember your experience so we're gonna give ryan a chance to get uh be on the show and give us an answer so ryan take it away hey trb uh first star wars movie i saw in the theater has got to be the 1997 a new hope special edition release and uh, followed by empire and jedi and i don't really remember the experience to be honest with you 
but I remember the lead up to the 1999 release of Phantom Menace. Friends and I had to wait in line for tickets, uh, which you could buy uh, online or reserve seats or anything like that. So we waited in line in a parking lot overnight in the rain. Uh, we took shifts to do it to make sure that we got the tickets. And I wasn't even there the next morning when they actually went on sale because I was at work. But uh, we got the tickets. We saw the movie a couple times back to back. And um, it was so much fun to just be out there with a bunch of other Star Wars fans whom you didn't even know. But you had all of that in common. And it was just so easy to talk to uh, anybody out there who was also waiting and just super excited to see uh, brand new Star Wars content on the big screen. Nice job, Ryan, for your first pod race. Mm -hmm. Really enjoyed your answer. I love these mm -hmm. kind of questions. They're like my favorite. John, what'd you think? Um, thanks. Um, <laughs> I Well, first of all, very impressive ambiance you have there, Ryan. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're a gamer or whatever, you, um, you probably look better than all your opponents. Are they called opponents in gaming? Is that what that is? Yes, yeah, sure. Yeah. Fe it depends on the game. <laughs> yeah um no but uh great answer like you fellow gamers <laughs> yeah. yeah fellow gamers like the steve your, your Bishimi, answer is uh, kind of skateboard thing yeah hello fellow kids yes right steve Buscemi still campaigning for him to play uh young leia uh, not happening yet um you, your experience and mine are very similar my first star wars movie in the theater was a new hope special edition february january february 97 and then followed by the other two uh the months thereafter um but again same experience with uh, the phantom menace me and my buddy skipped school and we we camped out for tickets for for that so um were you in connecticut because maybe i was one of the people you were bonding with but i did love your answer because cool. bonding with strangers over star wars is a very easy thing to do and sometimes we get lost, especially during this pandemic time, lost uh, in the aspect of the internet and forgetting that just when you're actually in person with people, people are way nicer and friendlier and more open and uh, you get the opportunity to build friendships or even just a casual conversation that you have with somebody you may never see again, but you have a great moment connecting over Star Wars. And I love that you pointed that out. And it was cool that your buddies uh, even uh, held line for you while you were at work. So I dig that. Um, but ultimately just a great answer because it made me think of my experiences. So I appreciate that. Great job on your first pod race. Thanks for being a spice runner, dude. I cannot wait to uh, hang out with oh, you yeah. more and uh, all that sorts of stuff. So uh, appreciate it, Ryan. Great job for his pod race, man. Without a doubt. Unbelievable. Can't wait till the next one. James. Yeah. That, yeah. Great answer. Um, and just like John was saying too, like I, well, I didn't really have like an exact experience like this. Like I remember seeing the special edition in the theaters to some degree. Um, and also the original or the prequels, I should say, but, uh, I didn't like camp out or anything like that, but you saying that just reminds me of times that I have done that, like for Apple products and stuff, just cause it's fun. And you go down there and you hang out and you meet people and, and you're all like, so what do you think's gonna blah 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 blah? You know, like what's what how's this gonna play out? And um, you know, you all kind of communitively get against like they're not letting us in, like what's going on? Like, they're holding the tickets, <laughs> you know. It's 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 a fun time and I'm I'm really glad that you got to experience that and bond over something and then uh that it ended up, you know, just still going to this day. I mean, that's crazy. Um so thank you so much, man, Ryan. It, um yeah. Thanks. That's been great. Ryan, great job. We're so pumped to have you on the show. Great answer. I My first experience was The Phantom Menace as well. I was much younger, though. I was, uh, I don't know, very young. 
and my dad took me and then I asked him where Luke Skywalker was because I didn't understand <laughs> that there was an entire timeline of Star Wars that came before <laughs> everything mm -hmm. I had seen prior. But um, as for waiting online, I get why people do it. I've, you know, I've seen that in fandom and everything else forever, but I've never actually done it. I, I'm not a big line waiter. <laughs> I don't, I think the most I've waited in a line is like for a ride or uh, at Celebration 2019, I waited in the show store line for like 30 minutes. And that was like, oh God, 30 minute wait. <laughs> oh, I'm such a jerk. Anyway, uh, Ryan, great job. Really enjoyed having you uh, on the show, and thank you for being a part of the community. And now we're yeah, going to head to John to talk about something different. Chat it up. Yeah. So um, a lot of people have given us feedback on this. We've uh, put Ask the Resistance on the shelf for a little bit. Um, doesn't mean it's gone. But, you know, with, with a lot of lack in Star Wars content coming out right now and a lack of Star Wars news... Um, we felt it was a little stale asking for questions and that sort of thing, especially when it came to like things that would have to at this point just be like blind guesses, you know, mm -hmm. so um, we'll bring it back as, as things heat up. But uh, I want to take this these open chats that we've been doing at the end of the show. A lot of people have been giving us really positive feedback on it because they really like the casual aspect of it and that sort of thing. So um, we're going to we're going to do that now to, to ride this out to the end of the show here. Um, I think a good topic would be uh, celebration. Yes. Now we know and you know we appreciate that not everyone's able to go to celebration whether it's you know distance or or a money thing mm -hmm. um and and that's cool and but you know we we do take pride in the fact that you know we are able to go we're fortunate and we feel um very uh happy that we're able to do that but also we like to capture the experience as we've said before and you know we we're always doing videos from there we're gonna be doing streams from there and stuff to in addition to you know your standard disney stream that well, i'm sure we'll be playing throughout the weekend and various panels and stuff we want to bring you into our fan experience too so we want to if you can't be there we want to bring you in but we are excited to say that we know a lot of people are going to be joining us there though and we uh were able to book our stuff and yeah. lacy uh lacy hits the keyboards faster than anybody so uh, she, she's uh, like the pod racer of the, the, the bookers here. So Lacey's throwing wrenches into other people's pod races. I'm a like, planner. Yeah, go, Guys, go. that's what people need to know is I am a planner. I plan things yeah. out. Oh, that's what I meant to say to Ryan. Ryan, that was my main point to tell you. And I totally like blanked in like two seconds was I appreciate that you and your friends planned stuff out like so-and-so is going to take over at this time. And then I'm yeah. like, that's what I'm all about is planning. Big planner. Right. Uh, Big planner. Yeah. I mean, hotels went on sale this past week. Uh, it was nuts. I can't believe that they were, s hotels are sold out for Celebration 2022, which is unheard of. Like, I don't think that's ever happened this quickly. It happened, I think, in a, the course of what, like four to five hours? Like, that's nuts, especially yeah. because they were going to put them on sale to the general public. This is only ticket holders. Now, I do believe that some people got in there that didn't have tickets, and that's perfectly fine. Doesn't bother me whatsoever. Um, but it's insane. It's really, really crazy. And uh, like John I'm said, we're super, super lucky and pumped that we were able to get uh, in good hotels and and be around a lot of our friends and and you guys we can't wait to meet mm -hmm. so many of you it's gonna be so crazy because you know we did the show in 2019 and now we're going into 2022 
which is three years later, and we've made so many more friends online and people in the community that we've never even met, but you've engaged with us every day or every week, and we're finally going to get yeah. to meet each other. And that's so fun. That's <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's they booked up so fast because of that element of people realizing, like, you know, we can't take life for granted, and we got to, like, maybe yeah maybe it is expensive or maybe it is going to be a big deal and getting off work but and people going haven't stuff, traveled like, for two years yeah life's life's short and like who knows what's going to happen and look what like was just taken away from us for for and what i call a very long time what felt like a very long year and we were supposed to have celebration last year and it didn't happen i feel like that that understanding fuels people wanting to be there next year and i know there's a lot of restrictions and stuff still in place but i think by next year, those are going to be lifted. Yeah, because a lot of questions have been around the masks and you can't wear helmets and around like Disney and stuff because Disney still does that like reservation thing. Yeah. That's a year away, guys. I think a lot of that yeah. stuff's going to change a year from now because you already have stores and stuff that don't require masks if you're vaccinated. Yeah, and all I've been stuff. going into a lot of stores and like surprised that they're like, no, if you're vaccinated or fully vaccinated, you know, it's optional. And I'm like... I'm like, this still feel it feels strange it feels now. Like you're doing something wrong, yeah. Yeah, it feels like like I'm the person who was not wearing a mask when everybody was, you know. Right, right. In a strange way. So um yeah, I actually it's funny. I went to a I went to a place where the night I walked in, I was the only one where or I, I was not wearing a mask. There was no one there. And then as people gathered, they were all wearing masks and I looked like the crazy one. So I put mine on. All right, okay. And then the very next day, the same people, I got there and I was like, oh, I'm pre prepared. I put on my mask. And when I got there, nobody was wearing a mask and I look like the crazy one. So We're in weird. such a weird period where it's like, <laughs> if you go into a store and you're not wearing it, people look at you like, how dare you? But then mm -hmm. if it's the other way, like you said, like, then you look like you're in the wrong. It's yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to get this into like a whole mask discussion. No, 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 no. I, I just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wherever, the, wherever, whatever the rules are, I think it's going to be better them. a year from That's now. All. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I do and too. I, think I do too. It's going to be yeah. better in the sense of you probably won't have to wear a mask. You probably can wear helmets. Like you're going to tell all those 501st guys they can't wear their helmets. <laughs> like this is their Super Bowl, yeah. and I've had them tell me that in person. Like this is our Super Bowl. That would Bowl. be the that would be the 50 worst if they weren't able to wear oh, their helmets. Geez. It's it is funny. I wonder how many people, and maybe if you're one of them, you could throw it in the comments, but. How many people just saw stimulus checks as like I'm not spending that? That's celebration. Like yeah, I'm putting I'm putting those towards that because uh, I don't normally go, and that is money that can make that happen. I was bummed I wasn't going to get to go this year, and now I feel like I have another opportunity because I have yeah. you know the the government's kind of giving me some money to maybe make something happen. So I wonder how many people are doing that specifically for celebration. Uh also, don't be surprised if the reason why we're sitting here right now and one of our stories was that Andor is filming in Scotland and there's a photo of like a stack of paper or something is because they're loading up and they're saving for around that time to just be like unload. Yeah, here's Star like you want the Star Wars information. I know, you know, Celebration hasn't been big with major announcements necessarily at Celebration, but Yeah, they have. Not not Starting last time. Starting in 2015, yeah. Yeah, but not not last time. 2019. Last time it was... The biggest thing was probably like Mandalorian stuff. Well, the trailer episode. Yeah, but that's not an announcement. That's here's here's content from something you know exists. I'm talking about here's 
a new movie we're making. Yeah, like the D23 Ewan McGregor thing. That happened there. It didn't happen at... at, Okay. Like the Rogue One announcement. Like if they announced a big movie like that at Celebration, which we have speculated that we thought they were doing that with Patty Jenkins' movie Mm -hmm. because it was this big trailer thing. Um, I would say Rogue One is the last time they... Yeah, Rogue One is the last time they did do that. And that was six years ago. That was 2015. Yeah, they announced that and it was a big deal. It was like, So I'm just saying like, and uh, you know, obviously my heart would absolutely break in the best way if it was like a solo series, of course. But if they any kind of Imagine that reaction video. Man. Man. Oh boy. um, Yeah, it's... John would be like uh, a baby crying. It'd be... be, uh, And it'd be real too. But um, it's funny like that, you know... being on that show floor just for that trailer um, was such a great experience. Imagine being in, like somewhere like that and they announce something like just freaking incredible, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Just, like, mm-hmm. People will be hugging strangers. Like the, the it, why you do Star Wars Celebration, yeah. you know? I'm a, giving out a lot matter, of hugs and I don't hug. It doesn't matter if you're uh, a Raylo. It doesn't matter if you think this person should be that or that or that. You're just like Star Wars. I can't believe we're yeah. And it's just like this communal amazing thing. So maybe they're loading up and they're like, we're gonna make this the best celebration possible to show that not only are we back and we are still a big franchise, but like we can do things beyond the sky. Like Pat after the end of the Skywalker saga and still like hit our fans right in the chest. It's funny because I was sitting here thinking like you, you guys are 100% right. It's the live action stuff that you're describing. I was trying to think of like other things. There have been a couple animated things like when they they uh, did when they brought back Thrawn and they announced him. That was a big moment. Or when they yeah. said the, the Clone Wars saved. Like that type of stuff is like those were big that announcements. That was San Diego though. Oh, was it? Yep. Oh, sorry. My bad. But I mean those types of moments um, – are, are good, oh, the th- but the, we want to see thron- live action stuff. I hate to burst your bubble. I was at the panel when they revealed the return of the Thrawn books, and it was... Um, no, Thrawn in the series Com- was released in Europe. Comic-Con. 2016 celebration. Thrawn- oh, you mean him in Rebels? Is yep. that what you're saying? Yeah, his, oh, his, his return, that, like his yeah. announcement. Oh, okay. Gotcha, my bad. I'm sorry. Um, Regardless, no, but yeah, the number one question, by the way, that people have been asking me mm-hmm. and in our Discord has been winter tickets going on sale and guys i don't know but probably soon because they have to give refunds back by i think the 11th and then they're probably going to do an inventory check and then release tickets again they're not going to hold on to tickets trust me they're going to sell the tickets if they can sell them yeah Um, we're gonna have to find out like when we're gonna have to like i assume reapply for all the things we applied for Mm -hmm. it's it's like deja vu you're doing everything double And we had some like again. people, you know, I don't want to get too much into it, but people had asked us to do some things and yeah. wonder if they're still doing stuff. Yeah. You know, it's it's going to be very interesting to see what 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 shakes out because it's the same location and you know, same amount of days. I think mm-hmm. so. I'm still planning to go. To I'm, ex- I'm excited to go point. to. I'm excited to go to. Di- yeah. <laughs> In-N-Out's well, first night, you gotta go first yeah. night. Yeah. Getting an Uber. Well, we had, go. and we had a, we had a big conversation on our. Um, uh, Admiral General and Spice Runner call on Thursday about favorite burgers and stuff. So that made me hungry for one. But... Is your favorite In and Out, John? No, no. I was gonna say I, I thought so. you didn't really like it when we went. You said it was okay. No, it was a little overrated. I I it's have a hard time overrated. saying my favorite burger. I think my my favorite burger, if it had to go by a chain type place, would be Five Guys. Oh, me I too. Think. Oh, Five Guys is so good. But mm. I, I just want to go to Disneyland. Like I think Disneyland's I think amazing. That's a, I can't wait to it's go. It's gonna with be you my guys. first time ever at Disneyland. I've been at Disney World a lot thanks to my dad used to work for Eastern Airlines. We got free uh, flights, but um, 
I, I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet. You know, I'm really excited to go to that. I assume that's going to be my first time going there. So I think it'd be fun to um, take pictures by the Falcon and do all the stuff <laughs> everyone has done wearing I our T-shirts. Now I'll get to go wearing one of, our, one of our T-shirts and do it. You know? <laughs> what? I just think you're like, I think it would be fun to, you know, like take pictures like in front of I already have plans like, in my obviously head. Obviously, that would be fun. As like, the what? planner, I'm already thinking of things that I know each or each of you are going to want to do. John's definitely got to go on the Indiana Jones ride. You have to. Have oh, to. Oh, they have a ride? Indiana Jones yes, ride? Yes, you have to. Oh, uh, they made a movie out of that ride? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Matterhorn, I felt was really jerky, and I'm not a big fan of that, but some people do like that ride. But then Guardians, the Galaxy is amazing. Avengers Campus will be open by the time we go. Yeah, yeah. Avengers Campus, yeah. that's going to be a big one. But to to me, all those rides that you just mentioned are not Disney World rides. So, yeah, Matterhorn, Indiana yeah. Jones, and uh, the the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy is all different. that stuff, yeah. all that Avengers stuff. Uh, the Cars ride, you'd love the Cars mm. ride. It's so fun. P- Pixar Pier is Pix- Pixar Pier is a different park though. Right? It's a uh, California Adventure. It's like across. That's what, yeah, that is what I'm yeah. saying. It's all part of that thing. So yeah. we put, we might not go there, but yeah, you can. You can get a ticket. Oh, for you both can parks. just get, you can just go over. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I mean, I'm saying we could. You walk out, limited. go across the plaza, and then walk right back in. <laughs> yeah, I know. If we're going to Universal, though, you'd have to buy special tickets to Islands of Adventure, so we might not do. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we no, might. No, we're not, going. We're doing both. We're California? doing it. California. All right, all right. All right. We're gonna bring Elliot. He's gonna get us on everything. It's gonna be amazing. All right. He doesn't I'm know excited. that. I hope he's listening to this. Elliot, you're getting us on. <laughs> he said he listens to every episode twice, actually, which is weird. I thought it was weird he said twice. There's no way he listens to this. <laughs> zero chance. I really want to go to Club 33. Like, that's my life mission, but I don't know if I'll ever get to go. You want to what? Club 33. I don't know what that is. It's like the secret Disney lunch club. Nothing like going to a lunch club. It's like mm. super secret. You have to be famous or like a club member or. Hmm. Hmm. I just want to find uh, Affleck and JLo and see if they're still together by that point. Last time I was in Disneyland, I missed meeting Josh Gad by a minute. Hmm. Darn. Yeah. I mean, I would be kind of bummed, but I was also, pretty bummed. What would you I don't say? Care. What, what do you say if you meet Josh Gad? Like what? Like what? What does that conversation go like? I don't know. So here's the story. I went on Splash Mountain. I was with DJ Elliot. We went on Splash Mountain, which, by the way, that Splash Mountain is not two rows. It's one row, individual row. Yeah. Is it still even Splash Mountain? Yes. And yes. you get soaked because it's individual, like wave over you soaked. So I was wearing spandex like leggings. Mm-hmm. So then I had to go to the bathroom. So then I couldn't get them back on. Ladies know oh, my- Oh, you've told the story. Yeah. yeah. And then he- Saw Elliot and was like, hey, Elliot, probably going to Club 33. Mm-hmm. Hey, Elliot, what's up? And then they had a conversation. I come out and he had left. And I was like, no. Ah. Uh, yeah. Dang. It's too bad. Spandex. Josh Gad. <laughs> Never again um, wearing wet spandex to a Disney park. I don't know why I said that. Uh, they weren't wet when I got there. <laughs> I think that's a good way to end the show. <laughs> sure. Um, all right. Well, we are excited about Celebration. Hopefully, as many of you that are listening and watching are going as well. And uh, we get to see you and uh, and hang out, celebrate Star Wars. Um, but we want to thank everybody for stopping by here, listening and watching. 
uh, being a part of the resistance here in the resistance base. Appreciate that. Make sure you do subscribe to the show, like I said at the top, but also all of your audio podcast platforms, if not YouTube. If you didn't like the video yet, shame on you. Like the video <laughs> on YouTube um, and uh, subscribe. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we're big Spotify fans here, but also we're on Apple uh, SoundCloud, Podbean, Amazon Music, all those po- audio podcast apps. Uh, and uh, StarWarsNewsNet.com. So when there is Star Wars news, uh, go every morning, eat your cereal, get your Star Wars news, StarWarsNewsNet.com. But also, we have a great review team there too. We do all the comic reviews, book reviews, uh, a lot of editorials. Uh, we had some recently a good one about The Bad Batch mm-hmm. by Darby. Um, so Star Wars News Net, even when news isn't piping hot, go check us out over there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing at StarWarsNewsNet.com. Uh, and my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies. I think we are doing uh, Predator coming mm-hmm. out tomorrow. So I'm very excited to do that. Um, should be a fun one. And if you didn't check out our one on Jurassic Park, we did that uh, two weeks ago. Uh, James, where can people hit you up? You can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Meyer Trunks. And if you haven't yet, uh, go back and check out. You probably had a chance to check out the latest episode of Bad Batch. So if you haven't watched my video, go check out what I had to say about it specifically. Bad Batch uh, reaction show. Um, It's on YouTube. Nice. And James... Gets up bright and early for those. Oh, uh, Lacey. It's dark and early, actually. <laughs> People can find me True. on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. Loving celebration, giving oh, yeah. tips, leading up and stuff like that. Being a consigliere. What? Consigliere. What does that even mean? You ever see The Godfather? No. Watch The Godfather, please. Nope. God. Um, Basically. Right. Well, we'll be back on Thursday where we are going to do our quarterly edition, summer edition, of the State of Star Wars. Ooh. So um, we haven't done one since the very beginning of spring, and now it is time as we enter summer to do our next version of that. So we're excited to uh, kind of have that chat. It's more of like kind of like we were doing here, but focused on Star Wars specifically. And uh, we'll see what comes of it. But we hope everyone has a great week, and we'll see you uh, Thursday morning right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. <laughs>